0: Hello, one and all, and welcome to the podcast we call The Fantastival, with myself, Steven Nusbaum, in the podcast, where I invite my guests to come on and talk to me all about their musical tastes, their memories, their experiences, and lots more, as they also get to create their fantasy festivals, which I have christened Fantastivals. Before we kick off with 99, I just want to say a huge thank you to Wiggy from the excellent Listen Up. He was my guest for episode 98, an absolute pleasure to talk to him and get his thoughts on all things music, podcasts, events, great chap. listen up, superb idea that him and the rest of the guys have got, so if you haven't listened to that one, please go back into the Fantastical Vaults and give that one a listen. So that was 98, this is 99, and this introduction is actually pre-recorded, which I normally don't do, but I was very nervous about my guest for 99, so much so that when I listened back to the original recording, I didn't sound as happy and as enthusiastic as what I normally did. I was quite quite taken aback, actually, which I don't normally get, hence the need to re-record this. So this is 99, and obviously we're approaching 100 now, and I wanted 99 and 100 to be people for my guests were really close to my heart. At first I wanted to try and get some big, big names on and I kind of reassessed where I was at uh, with that and took a step back and was like actually, I don't think that's the right way to go about it. I wanna get people who I didn't get on previously and earlier in the life of the fantastical. So I went back and said, right, there's two obvious standout candidates for 99 and 100 in my eyes who I want to get on, who I've had special experiences with and mean a lot to me and if I didn't get them done for 99 and 100 I felt I would be regretting that for a long time so hence 99 and 100 are going to be people very very close to my heart and I think you know there's one person in particular who goes under the radar with all my podcasting commitments and she's obviously my better half and it's my wife uh, who's been so encouraging towards my love of talking music on the fantastical podcast and my love of talking football with my good friend Paul who was my guest on episode one of this very podcast and I've been doing that for eight years and she's always been encouraging uh, and adaptable and been like just go for it so I can't think you know of her highly enough and thank her highly enough so I really wanted her to come on the Fantastable podcast I'm so glad uh, she did she comes up with an absolutely fantastic fantasy festival concept and also a cracking lineup who I try to predict, but you'll have to listen on to the episode after I stop waffling to find out how well my predictions went for that one. So, without any further delay, it's my pleasure to introduce the guest on the 99th episode of the Fantastical Podcast. It's the wonderful, it's the love of my life. It can only be Mrs. Sarah Nussbaum, or Sarah P., or Sarah Nuss, whatever you want to call her. How are you? How have you been doing?
1: Yeah, good, good, all
0: right. A so, bit nervous. Bit nervous. I'm quite nervous for this one, which is a, a bit strange because it should be the easiest one I've ever done. But I feel uh, very nervous talking to you. I don't know why, but makes it all the more special. So, before we talk all about music, that I'm really looking forward to having that chat with you, and I think there might be a few surprises in there. How have the last kind of two years been? I always like to check in with my guests and ask mm-hmm. how they've been uh, in terms of like, their mental health. So, how have you been?
1: Well, you you know, but for the benefit of the tape. We've, we had a good lockdown, actually, I think, on, on reflection. It seems quite surreal now, looking back to that time, but on the whole, feel sort of grateful and lucky to have had the family together. It was obviously quite challenging having the girls at home, homeschooling them, and trying to teach online at the same time. Some funny stories where they were sort of interrupting lessons, having meltdowns, and uh, the Year 10s found it all quite amusing... But yeah, well supported by people at work and by the family. Um, we were really lucky to, and still are really lucky actually to have open space out the doorstep and going for walks and stuff like that. And my husband started a podcast during lockdown as well, which uh, I don't know if that says uh, much about my ability to keep him entertained. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, we, we were OK. We are OK. We're good. We're good.
0: So I know you obviously very well. A lot of listeners will know you very well, but some won't. So for the benefit of people listening who might not know who you are and a bit about you other than that, you're my better half. Tell us a bit more about who is the legend <laughs> behind Miss Serenus.
1: Um, oh, I don't know. I've, I've just I've made me notes and I've just put, I put mum, wife, teacher, friend. I think that sort of sums me up, really. Not Nothing groundbreaking, nothing all that amazing, but I feel like I do a pretty good job at those four main roles in my life. Yeah.
0: I would agree with you. but I think you do a lot more there but that is a good four words to oh, start with.
1: and sister as well good sister too
0: nicely done so five words there okay. uh, to kind of give a bit of context to who the wonderful guest on this evening's podcast is so without giving away too many spoilers obviously we're both into music we listen to quite a bit around the house in the car where possible what type of music are you into
1: um well I feel like there's going to be a bit of a pattern here but um without giving away any spoilers but I feel like I'm into quite a range of genres but not like obsessed by any one any one genre or any one artist all pretty mainstream in amongst those genres um seeing quite a few gigs in my time but again wouldn't wouldn't uh, sort of describe myself as a gig goer really and actually a lot of those gigs have been sort of going along with you or with friends and stuff like that. But often I am influenced by others, actually. So like across my life, like friends, Caroline, mum and dad, you, often are the reasons why I'm into the music that I'm into, I would say.
0: Yeah, very good. Very well-descripted, I would say, of that one. So is there anything at the moment you're currently listening to? So the girls have just been listening... Well, I've been watching Download quite a lot and finding mm. a few new bands through that black veil brides were really good who i saw vol Beats on sky arts looked really good as well kiss have been uh, on the telly hence my girls love kiss because of the makeup element and i've been really enjoying the new lizzo album that i didn't think i would but i think lizzo is a a breath of fresh air uh, and she's got an amazing voice too mm-hmm. so my love anything that you've been listening to lately
1: well you forgot about olivia rodrigo
0: Oh, I've already mentioned Olivia oh, Rodrigo oh, okay. a few times, but okay. Olivia Rodrigo is also, I think, someone who I didn't expect to like, but who I'm actually, I wouldn't say obsessed with, but I think <laughs> for her age, she is writing some amazing stuff.
1: Right, well, again, I think the the music that I do listen to is really more, like, because of you or the girls, that if you're watching Glastonbury or Download and I'm around, or we're listening, you you will always be the one to, like, put Alexa on and listen to music. Or in the car, the girls just want... Well, it used to be Heart and now it's Capital FM. But in terms of my own listening, I don't get a huge amount of opportunities to do that because I've got a really short commute to work, like literally a five-minute drive, and then obviously at work teaching, don't get the opportunity to listen to listen to music while I'm working. So not... And actually, I think I would probably choose to, like... If I had sort of time on my hands or whatever... I might choose to watch something rather than listen to something. You know, I've said to you before, like, um, what do people do with their eyes when they're listening to something? I always feel a bit... I, I wonder what the listeners now are doing with their eyes. Don't know. <laughs>
0: Nicely done.
1: Uh, so, yeah, that, that's I'm probably a terrible guest because I don't listen to all that much music unless <laughs> other people are asking me to listen to it. <laughs>
0: you're going to be a fabulous guest, not yeah. to worry about that. So let me take you back. We You are... Born in the same year as me, so we're roughly similar age. Although I was a year above you, at school, I don't actually know the answer to this one. So this is a bit of a a learning curve for me. What was the first record that you bought, and what were your memories of it?
1: Well, I've got a few a few things to say or thought about this question. I I don't remember buying this, but I remember having having this on cassette, double cassette it might have even like belonged to Mum and Dad, but certainly me and Caroline listened to it, and it's one that I've got a like, strong memory of, and it had a pig on the front, uh, was Now That's What I Call Music 3, and released, I did a little bit of research, in 1984. So that had quite a lot of bangers on it. Like um, And again, I've sort of remembered the ones that I listened to and like fast-forwarded some of the others, but Reflex, Won't Let The Sun Go Down On Me, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, Free Nelson Mandela, Robert De Niro's Waiting, like, that. I, I Want to Break Free by a Queen. So it had all the kind of hits of that year, as the now albums always do. But the first one I remember, ones rather, it's like a little trio on 45 inch single. And it must have been about the time I was starting to like bug mum and dad to buy stuff. So it was all 1990. Ice Ice Baby. Do the Bartman and Love and Kisses by Danny Minogue. They're still knocking around upstairs somewhere. So I had those all on single, 45-inch single, and I loved them all, really obsessed with them, learnt all the words to, as everyone our age did, learnt all the words to Ice Ice Baby and Do the Bartman as well. Yeah.
0: Do you want to give us a... No. <laughs> No. (laughs) I'm glad you mentioned I won't let the sun go down on me because whenever I hear the opening bars of that, it does remind me of you because I always picture you like bopping around in the car to it, popping your head to that. So I'm glad you mentioned that one. So this podcast is all about you collating your fantasy festival. Are you a big fan of festivals? I know you were... But are you a big fan of them now?
1: Um, I don't even know if I ever, I ever was, and I'd, I'd certainly say not really. Uh, been went to a couple of these in my twenties with with friends. Me and Vicky had a very memorable trip to Scotland to see Tea in the Park because the lineup was oh, ridiculous. That was when we first got together. Yeah, two thousand and five. Uh, so it's Green Day in one night, Foo Fighters the other, Kaiser Chiefs, Killers, uh, Razorlight. Can't, loads of loads of them so we we flew up to scotland and uh we got off the plane and uh, this kind of just funny story really this this guy who worked in the airport he said what flight are you getting off and we said oh we're getting off the edinburgh flight which of course all the flights landing in edinburgh were the edinburgh flight he meant which way you're coming from so that was a bit embarrassing and, and yeah we were also then really quite surprised to see loads of scottish people there which again in hindsight is a rather stupid thing to uh, be surprised by in Scotland but there you are and then more recently obviously you you said earlier you, you've been watching Glastonbury download and, and stuff like that and I said to you I said oh I couldn't think of anything worse and then I said with my fantastical as a maybe half a joke uh, there'd be like no flags, no people on shoulders and everyone behaving in an ordinary fashion <laughs> uh, which I'm not as I say 100% joking about but yeah, uh, not not for me nowadays. I don't think. <laughs> yeah.
0: And what about gigs? So we've been to plenty of gigs together, and obviously you've been to loads of gigs with mates as well. Do you have a favourite gig? Do you have favourite gigs or any that stand out for uh, you? Yeah, particular? again,
1: it, it's sort of like I don't I don't remember. This is bad, really. the The first gig I ever went to, it might have been U two in when I was in San Francisco. Uh, who was supported by no doubt, and that that was excellent. That was really good. It was their um, elevation, yeah, elevated whatever that that tour, and no doubt it was their album with like the black and red writing on it, and hello good. How's this man's?
0: Oh, no doubt you mean. Yeah, yeah,
1: but they were they were both really good. That might have been the first one. I think again because I've never been like massively obsessed by any one particular artist. I was never sort of bugging my parents to. Neither was Caroline to sort of take us to see people when we were younger. So again, I sort of started going to gigs when my friends were going along to things, and then obviously you, as well. So that's sort of a, an ongoing thread really about sort of being exposed to music via other people rather than sort of doing it myself. But yeah, so I've very recently got back from seeing the what was it called the Hello Hello Hel- Megator. Hel- Megator? We went to Paris inexplicably, because they were playing in Stratford up the road, but we decided to go all the way to Paris to see them. There was a reason for that, because we had, we were supposed to go, it was a concert that was supposed to take place in 2020, prior to lockdown, and Claire had a clash with Glastonbury, I think. So there was a reason why initially we booked to see them in Paris and make a weekend out of it. And that's obviously rolled over the last few years. Uh, They were, Green Day, who headlined that, were really very, very good. But I'm just wondering, maybe that's in my head because it's the most recent. Others, standouts, Kiss. Uh, uh, we've, again, we've been listening to them tonight. Emily's been listening to them on YouTube. Uh, but they were really good. Black Eyed Peas were good. Oh, they were
0: fantastic. Um, Supported by Sheryl Cole.
1: Oh, yeah. Remember. Yeah. yeah. Who was... All right. Billy Joel, we've seen a couple of times, but he's always always cracking. And, again, it's recent, but Brian Adams, just for the seats, man. They were, like, the best Ridiculous. seats, literally the best seats in the house. And you know you can't go wrong with Brian Adams, really, can you? So, Not yeah, for me. so nothing, nothing, kind of absolute fave, but I've definitely been to a lot of really great gigs over the years, Defo. Yep,
0: brilliant stuff. So, like I said at the top of the episode, the aim of the Fantastical Podcast is getting, I guess, so today is Sarah. She gets to play her Fancy Festival, so she can choose any five acts, one of whom must play one of their studio albums in full and an encore, which all five acts get to perform together at the end of a fancy festival, which can be any song ever made by any artist. So it's very simple, five acts take five time slots. Like I mentioned earlier, I had Wiggy on from podcast Listen Up, or from Listen Up, uh, in the last podcast, he collated his Listen Up Live fancy festival in his opening slot. He had someone who I hadn't heard of before, a guy called Gavin Clark, who's a real good artist, well worth a listen if you haven't heard of Gavin Clark uh, previously. In his Super Seconds act, he picked the music a fantastic band and they had never been picked for a fantasy festival before in his midway madness slot he went for The Lars and had them play their album The Lars so an amazing shout there From Wiggy, Although I've had two members of the Lars on previously in the Fantastical podcast, they've never been picked before for a fantasy festival. So they make their Fantastical debut. And in his pre-headline slot, he went for Massive Attack. So another band who hadn't been picked before ever for a fantasy festival making their debut. And for his headline slot, he picked The Who and he had all five acts playing Take Over the World by the Cortinas for his encore. So it's very simple. Any five acts, any encore... And that is it, basically. So normally, with people who I know previously <clears throat> on the podcast, I like to get predictions. So I asked a few friends for some predictions from you. Jodie Adams has given me five names. I reckon two at tops, if they come through. Caroline, your sister, gave me one. It's pretty useless, but she said she didn't know if she'd spoken to you about it. I had messaged Claire, but she's not read the WhatsApp, or it's not been delivered. And I've got my
1: this is irritating because I've spoken to some of these people about my idea. I
0: said to them though, if you I said if Sarah's spoken to you in depth about her acts, then don't reply to this message, disregard it. Fine. So they've come back and I said, no, we don't know who she's picking. So basically I've got a few predictions that will go through after you've given me your lineup, I hope I do better in this than what I did in the Mr. and Mrs. questions that I had on my stag weekend, where I think I scored four out of 19. So before we talk about your acts, we need to give your fantasy festival a name and we need to give it a venue. So Sarah, what are you gonna call your fantasy festival?
1: Right, well, I've got an approach to this, and probably when I say the name of the festival, it's going is that all right to like tell you what my approach is yeah, now? Of course, it is. Right. Yeah. So it's gonna be called Pez Pestival.
0: Pestival. okay, I like it. P P Z P Z
1: Pez Festival
0: T-I-V-A-L?
1: Yeah, yeah, or okay. Pez Fest, but I went for Pez and then right. but in parentheses the tracks of my years. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So the concept I'm going for is there'll be an act to represent every decade of my life and one that I haven't seen.
0: Okay, so any acts who you've seen don't Are make off
1: the dark. The the, uh, they're off the table.
0: Okay. That might hinder some of the predictions that have come in. <laughs> we shall see. So, Pestival, the tracks of my years. That's all right, right? Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I feel
1: like some... Dave did that, right? Dave?
0: Uh, no, Dave went. So this was David Drew, I think it was episode six or seven, went for acts who he'd never seen before.
1: That's what I've just said.
0: No, but he didn't go for one for each decade of Oh, this. no,
1: no, no. But I mean, in the haven't seen before Yeah, fine. Yeah, he went
0: for category. acts he'd never seen before. So that's all right, right? Yeah, that's fine. fine. That's okay, not a problem. Yeah. So, Sorry Pestival. if I scuppered
1: everybody with their predictions.
0: <laughs> so we can go anywhere for festival. We can have it in Kingsley Road, literally. Yep. We can have it in Devon Broadway, mm-hmm. although I'm pretty sure we aren't. We can have it in Devon Foundation School on the field. Uh, we can have it anywhere you like. We will follow you. So, Sarah, where are you <laughs> going to hold... Festival.
1: Okay, uh, uh, right, well the, it's it's a fictional place called, right. I don't know if you're going to know this or not, it's a bit bit niche, it's called Adlai Stevenson Memorial Park. Now do you know no. what that is from? No. Okay, it's from a film, shall I tell you? <laughs> yeah. um, uh, it's from Wayne's World 2, where they <laughs> hold Wayne Stuck. <laughs> and I've chosen that, <laughs> I don't know why it just popped into my head. But also because they they do like a bit, don't they, when they're trying to find the location on the map, and there's a they do a bit of like Jurassic Park yeah. uh, pastiche or whatever it's called, where you've got the the water kind of. Um, but, so yeah. I thought, and that's like one of my favourite films. so I thought, oh, that that will do a double whammy, yeah.
0: Brilliant. So, we can have it there. I think on the premises that Wayne and Garth are going to be backstage and Chris sure. Farley is going to be heading up the security team. Indeed. Uh, so, fantastic there. So, we've got Pestival he taking place. beat him
1: to death with his own shoe.
0: <laughs> at Adelaide Stevenson Memorial Park. So, before we talk about the five acts who, yeah, my list is pretty... Well, actually, to be fair, there's a few on my list who could still make it. So, before we talk about the acts we've made it, there's obviously going to be quite a few acts who aren't making it into Pestival. Mm-hmm. Any acts who you want to talk about now?
1: No, um, I'll talk about them as I go. Is that all right?
0: Yeah, so you're not picking? Yeah. Right.
1: Is that all right? So I'll, I'll, like the ones that I kind of considered but ruled out because I've seen them or because other people just trumped them. Is that all right?
0: Yeah, well, as, as you're talking about the yeah, X so you yeah. pick. Okay, all right? right. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. So we have got a festival. It's two o'clock. Adelaide Stevenson Memorial Park is rocking. Hmm. It's sold out. Sarah's backstage with Wayne and Garth and the kids, and I'm there having a whale of a time. It's time for your opening act to take the stage. So, sir, who is going to open Pestival?
1: Right, so I am doing it in chronological order.
0: Oh, OK, so this is going to be an act who you've never seen from the 80s. Yeah. OK.
1: Slash 90s, but fine. Yeah, so shortlisted here, um, and these could have made it because I hadn't seen them, as I said, when I was young. I wasn't sort of begging to go to uh, gigs or anything. So Kylie... Jason uh, were sort of two big ones. The Beach Boys as well, because oh, uh, me and sure. Caroline used to listen to them. Mum and Dad liked them, and me and Caroline used to listen to them quite a lot. But I've ruled all of them out, and I've actually gone with New Kids on the Block.
0: Amazing shout. So New Kids on the Block had never been picked for a festival before. You shocked me. They have now. So I know you love New Kids on the Block, but why do they make your fantasy festival lineup?
1: Uh, well they meet the criteria as in never went to see them Uh, I don't know I just sort of I think mulled it over and I thought that I probably listened to them more having said I was never obsessed with anyone they probably came closest Jordan Knight in particular Caroline had the album Hanging Tough on cassette and like with lots of things with us when we were young I, I would sort of steal it and listen to it and she'd get annoyed and then I got, again, 1990, pinnacle year for my like, music interests, obviously. I got the Step-by-Step Step album on cassette and listened to that just so much. I had a few v- VHS videos and I used to watch them all the time. And yeah, just a, a few of their live... I think me, Nana Reed and Grandad George taped one for me off the Sky because they had Sky oh, and we nice. didn't have Sky. And they, they did this whole concert and I watched it and I, th- I thought they sang like quite a lot of songs like I'll Be There, like the Jackson 5, and I thought it was one of theirs. Right. And I think on their Christmas album, they did a version of Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire and I thought that was one of theirs as well. <laughs> so yeah, I just think upon reflection, they were probably the band that I listened to the most and, and was into the most as a kid. Yeah. So
0: New Kids on the Block, mm-hmm. any essential tracks they have to play at Pestival, so I'm presuming they have to play Hanging Tough, Write Stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, uh,
0: I, I know you're a big fan of the Christmas album Yeah. that you've already mentioned, because I think it's in the car on cassette.
1: Yeah, it's still, <coughs> it's still knocking around somewhere. This. I think you got it for me on CD as well, like, at some point. So, yeah, maybe a few of the Christmas bangers. Step by Step, Tonight is on the second track on the Step by Step album. That was always really good to listen to as well. Yeah, just the, the big hits
0: brilliant stuff so new kids on the block are your opening act they're going to play festival from 2 till 3 o'clock yep. we'll take a half hour break with Wayne and Garth half past 3 your super seconds act will take the stage so this is going to be an act from the 90s then yeah. so who is going to take your super Second slot
1: right so this was easy you might be able to guess so I think more generally like my teenage years was sort of consisted of like going out and started going out at night and stuff like that and listening to Garage R&B, hip hop like everybody else but the band that sort of represents my teens got to be Guns N' Roses me and Claire became sort of really interested well again because of someone else, we went on a school trip to Austria in year 7 so that would have been 191, um, 92 and this really like cute boy called Edward, Eddie, Edward, something like that liked them, was listening to them so we were like oh let's let's listen to them And uh, but then we did really genuinely get into them and we bought patches off of Romford Market and soda onto our jeans and our <laughs> coats and yeah and uh they are the one I sort of mould this over I wasn't sort of 100% sure to play Use Your Illusions 2 in full
0: I oh, was so going to use your illusion 2 in full yeah okay
1: um, no. and I'm, they might have been ruled out to because there was a possibility of going to see them this year but didn't for various well, reasons. we only
0: didn't, really, because you. it was the same weekend as the Hell of tour. I think yep. otherwise we would have gone, all right, I was going to say, is there any songs that I have to play? But I think usual Illusion 2 probably takes...
1: Most of them, yeah. An hour, and then obviously the, the the big ones. And again, like we've, I was saying earlier, even the, the sort of artists that I'm, I like, it's mainly just like the singles, you know? I'm not, not a huge sort of album girl, so it would be this the sort of obvious paradise city welcome to the jungle obviously which is my karaoke go to number
0: yeah so obviously we had that funny turn of events when you was out and you text me these were years ago wasn't it saying you done karaoke you done welcome to the jungle and I text you back saying (laughs) do you know where you are question mark and you put yeah somewhere in bethnal green I think and I was like you fool (laughs) so G (laughs) and R take your super second slot they're going to play Use Your Illusion 2 in full we'll let them overrun slightly because hey if I can't let you overrun then I'm not going to let anyone overrun and they can play a few more tracks like you mentioned like Paradise City and all the rest so they're going to play from half three to half four in your super second slot we'll take another half hour break they'll take us to five o'clock it'll be time for your midway madness slot so it's going to be an act from the 2000s
1: yeah so like my 20s your 20s okay Um...
0: there's an obvious act here for your twenties, but you've seen them. Yeah. So I guess talk about the acts who didn't make it. I presume there's an act. Yeah. So are.
1: this again, this is a funny one. This is I've got a little bit stuck here because I was like, if I'm going to stick to my criteria, then the, the the big hitters of that time of my life are ruled out because I've seen them. Um, so the big ones busted and girls allowed, which obviously makes me like super cool. But That's... I've seen both of them, so t- I wasn't sure, but I've gone with Eminem. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, because he's, uh, in terms of like sort of how he's attracted atta- my years, obviously I'm thinking about sort of songs or artists that I connect with certain times of my life. And so, not so much his first album, although I remember like flogging loads of that when I was working behind the desk at um, Woolie. Woolies. Yeah,
0: that, was, that must have been late 90s because yeah. that was when I was at, just started at h And then yeah. the
1: Marshall Mathers LP was massive in my like second year at uni. And then going into sort of, I I had to look up up the name of it, the the Eminem show with the curtain, the red curtain. on the third album. Yeah, which has got like, Without Me and all of that. So I think across those sort of a few years, end of uni, and then going into sort of my sort of mid-ish 20s, it was that because for about a year in my early 20s after uni, I then travelled a bit, so the music was just sort of a bit over the place. Didn't go to any gigs during that time either. Um, So yeah, I've decided on Eminem, and I haven't seen him, so he ticks that box as well. And a work colleague said to me on Friday, because I was sort of talking to them about it, I was like, I'm not sure, she said, oh, you should choose Eminem, because every time we have a staff do, you're always asking them to play, (laughs) which I think that might have just happened once. (laughs) And I was like, rapping in someone's ear, like, and then it's that sort of just a memory that people have got of me, which is delightful, obviously. Uh, yeah, so I thought actually that's a good that's a choice that's a good choice. It sort of ticks quite a lot of boxes.
0: Great shout! So Eminem takes your midway madness slot. He is going to play from five to six. Good, um, amazing midway madness slot actually. So three acts down, two acts left. We've got your pre-headline act and your headline act. Mm-hmm. So your pre-headline act. Are going to get an hour and a half to play from half six to eight o'clock. So this is going to be an acting from the twenty tens. thing, presuming okay. we're still going the same way, so who's going oh, to? Oh yeah.
1: So, so I didn't really look at the timing. So obviously, like I'm doing it chronologically, but it's a little bit. Do you know what I might do at the end if it's all right with you. Is sort of then put them in order, not chronological. Yeah, yeah. You can because yeah. the times. Okay, that's I a didn't great realize. Shot. I didn't realize that. So I'll have a little think live um, and decide to sort of reorganize them. But okay, go on. So you want my next? Yeah, your pre-headline. Yeah. Right. So this takes me into my thirties, and again, this was a bit of a a bit of a tricky one, and tricky because not a huge amount of choice, especially because I'm going with people that I haven't seen, and I've chosen Rihanna because again, just thinking about these acts and their music kind of representing my life particularly her album Loud where she got the red hair great album and I was thinking maybe that'd be the album that I played in fall, but I thought oh, it's got to be Use your Illusions really
0: it's a filthy um, album
1: yeah really rude um, <laughs> we it it reminds me of going to Cornwall with Claire and Joe when we went for our 30th birthdays do you remember it was snowy the day in? after I proposed yeah was it the day after
0: yeah Yeah. yeah.
1: or like shortly after because we were yeah. talking about the wedding and it was we listened to that sort of quite a few times there and back and again like a few funny stories in relation to listening to some of those songs and just in then in the lead up to the wedding that we it was sort of the soundtrack to that first part of that year so hen
0: weekend as well hen
1: weekend and i feel like maybe even getting ready we played the album you know what i mean on the wedding day so it's definitely one she's not like a huge i'm not a huge fan of her necessarily but that that sort of album in particular is probably most representative of, of that sort of Early 30s, and obviously, like a seminal moment in my life in terms of us me turning 30 and us getting married. So, I've gone for that.
0: Great show! I don't have my uh ex in front of me in terms of who's played what, so I think that's the first time Rihanna's been picked for a fantasy festival. So, lovely work! So, she's going to take your pre headline act, although we can rejig the five around, yeah. before we lock it in, yeah. So, four acts down one act left the way it should work this is time for your headline act but we can switch them around yeah this is
1: not the headline act so this okay it's
0: going to be your fifth act and then we'll lock it in and we'll rejig it so this just proves that I didn't talk to Sarah at all about what she's going to do with a fantasy festival in case there's anyone doubting there that I knew who she was going to pick this is completely off the cuff and under rehearsed in fact I made four uh, mistakes when I was (laughs) introducing her which is the first time I've made any mistakes at any fantastical alright so your fifth act then is going to be from this decade, yeah. an actor you haven't seen, yeah. Olivia Rodrigo? Nope. Okay, so <laughs> who are you going to pick then right. for your fifth act?
1: So, oh, still really tricky because, as I said earlier, I don't really listen to all that much music these days. But I thought, again, going with my concept, an act that I'd love to see... And then, well, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen uh, for various reasons. And to represent the fact that I'm now a parent to young children is the Wiggles. <laughs> um, oh, yes. But it's oh, got yes. to be with Emma. And Emma is no longer a Wiggle. So it it won't happen for us, I'm afraid. Yeah, but it's your
0: fancy festival, so you can have yeah. a, a band um, from any era. That's so, right. so the Golden um, ear so Wiggles, so it's going to be Anthony.
1: Lockie, Lockie Emma, Emma and Simon.
0: Emma and Simon. <laughs> and
1: we've talked about the fact before, haven't we, that even if the girls are up too old, we'd still go the second but,
0: the second they hit the UK, I'm, I'm going with you, and if I'll get tickets. So.
1: But I don't want to go if Emma's not there. So. Oh. Yeah, I don't think it'd be the, it be this. It would not be the same, would it? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah.
0: All right. So. The, uh,
1: so uh, it, uh, the Wiggles, just for listeners who don't know who they are.
0: So if anyone doesn't know who they are, they're an Australian four-piece children's entertainment act who are just amazing.
1: Yeah. Big Red Car, Do the Propeller, all the big ones. Fruit
0: Salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, do you know what? They're so good that they so played... <laughs> they recently covered, I can't remember who it was, like quite a big Australian band, and it got it went viral, and everyone who's a parent will know of the Wiggles. Mm. So a great shout there. All right, so your headline act are going to finish at 11 o'clock, and obviously we'll re that before we lock your fantasy festival line-up in. So at 11 o'clock, New Kids on the Block are going to be on stage with Guns N' Roses with Eminem, with Rihanna, and the Wiggles, (laughs) and they all get to play one song to close, festival. So what are you going to have all your 5X play as your encore?
1: They are going to play Don't Stop Believing.
0: Oh, I should have... Yeah, I didn't think about your encore, but had I thought about it, I think I might have been somewhere in the vicinity of that. So for everyone who's not listening, or doesn't know you as well, why is Don't Stop Believing the encore to your fantasy festival?
1: Well, it was... uh having a bit of a, a resurgence again during the year that we got married it was the last song they played at our wedding and it's just a massive banger really isn't it so yeah oh what i wanted to say as well oh, i can't remember where i would have put it no that's all right go on no i was just, i was going back to my the the f- first one to say that i'd the ones that i'd shortlisted i'd a few you were saying about don't let the sun go down on me and I also really loved I Just Called to Say I Love You those were like if you ask mum and dad they'd be like oh those were your absolute favourite songs but I didn't pick those artists because I didn't like anything else by it I didn't really understand artists as a concept when I was like five yeah. so I loved those songs at like the Diddy Disco but they weren't ever gonna make the uh, cut because I didn't like didn't wasn't aware of any of their other catalogue yeah just awesome. as, you, I
0: guess, as you are when you're at a younger age yeah Alright, so before we lock it in then, and I think we're going to have to rejig your axe around,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mentioned some predictions at the beginning. So, so Caroline gave me one prediction, she put Guns N' Roses, five. so well done to Caroline there. Jodie, so one of your good friends, Jodie Adams, gave me five names, she's got one out of five, she went for Guns N' Roses, she went for, for Madonna...
1: Yeah, see, again, she'd be in my sort of 80s time. Yeah, never yeah. seen
0: Madonna, I could shout. Yeah. She went for Springsteen, but I don't know if that's because she puts the connection of me to Springsteen and thinks it's somewhat connected to you. Yeah, But you're not the biggest Bruce fan, but you haven't seen him live yet. No, So one maybe day, one day. Maybe. And the last two, I don't know if you spoke about them on, when you was away, because they don't resonate with me personally when I think of you and your music taste. We had Steps mm. and we had Alanis Morissette.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, because she went to see Alanis and said she was great, and I said that you were annoyed with me, because I was like, oh, meh, not really that bothered. But maybe she, because we were talking about it, maybe she had convinced me that I should have gone. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Jagged Little Pill is an excellent album and one that is a memorable one from my teenage years, definitely.
0: Okay, so that was Jodie. She got one out of five. I, as we were recording this, I changed my mind on one, which you should never, ever do. No,
1: absolutely not. Had
0: I not changed my mind, I would have got two out of five.
1: Oh, that's good. But
0: because I changed my mind, I got one out of five. Okay. So I've got Guns and Roses. So everyone got Guns and Roses, clean Sweet there. I can't believe you haven't picked Billy Joel for your fantasy festival. seen him. I know, but he's like one of your favourites. But he doesn't fit the criteria. Correct. That's fair enough. I actually had new kids on the block. No, listed really? oh. And crossed them out halfway through... Recording because I was like, no one will pick New Kids on the Block for Fantasy Festival. Why? I, because I thought you'd go for... No, I thought you'd go for Busted, and Busted only occurred to me when we started recording oh for some God. reason. Oh, my God, okay. So I actually crossed out New Kids on the Block and put down the Busted. The other two acts I had, I thought you might go for The Beatles. Because oh, obviously maybe, your yeah. mum mm-hmm. loves The Beatles, and I, I thought you were going to throw a curveball at me for The Beatles. And then because they have been on all day in the house, or the last day before we recorded this... And I know we had a great time when we saw him many moons ago, which was a great gig. I went for Kiss. Okay. So one out of five, but not disgraced. No, Um,
1: not at all. Well
0: done. But there one for Jodie and one for Caroline. All right, so it's time to lock in your Fantasy Festival. So we need to get a running order now for your Fantasy Festival. So who are you going to have opening? If it was me, I know where I would go.
1: Okay. I'm going to start with the Wiggles.
0: That's exactly what I would do. All right, so (laughs) opening act...
1: Oh do you need the pen? No
0: no you no. can have the pen. Open act right. you're gonna have the wiggles. Super seconds?
1: Right, I think I think probably stick stick new kids there.
0: Yeah, okay. So new kids on the block are your super seconds. Midway madness?
1: Let's go Eminem, Oh no, hang on a sec. Oh yeah, let's go Eminem in the middle. Yeah. Then Rihanna.
0: Yeah, and then headlining.
1: Guns and Roses. And they can
0: play Usual Illusion Yeah. and then they have time to do all the classics that you spoke of. Fine yeah I,
1: I yes
0: alright so you can still change your mind but this is the point where you have to lock it in to the fantastical vaults so we've got Pestival taking place at Adelaide Stevenson's Memorial Park in your opening act we've got the Wiggles Super Seconds we've got new kids on the block Midway Madness we've got Eminem or Rihanna um hang on Midway Madness we've got Eminem pre-headline we've got Rihanna so Rihanna's going to have an hour and a half as opposed to Eminem who takes an hour and headline act, we've got Guns N' Roses, who we're going to play Use Your Illusion 2 in full.
1: Yeah, I might swap Rihanna and Eminem around.
0: Okay, so Midway Madness, we got Rihanna. Fine. Pre-headline, Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Okay, it's the first time anything's ever been changed so ad Hockley in the <laughs> fantastical vault part, but that's fine, that's not a problem. So that's a great fantasy festival, one I'd be happy with myself. Are you happy to log in? I'm happy to the fantastical vaults. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Amundo. So I guess before we bring this to a close, it's personally been great fun to do this podcast with you. I feel like we're even closer now.
1: Oh, okay. Than what we
0: were before. How have you found doing the podcast?
1: Yeah, all right. Like it's been interesting to have a little think about it. Uh, I came up with the idea quite a while ago, and yeah, I've been I've been doing my notes today, and it's been quite nice to sort of think about that and like reflect on. The music that's been like the i guess like the soundtrack of my life yeah
0: great stuff so that was that and here you have a pre-recorded outro or post-recorded outro so that was my fantastical podcast with my better half mrs sarah nussbaum sarah p sarah nuss whatever we are calling her i thought she done amazingly well had great fun doing that but ashamed of my change of prediction never change your predictions people it meant I got one out of five instead of two out of five but I would have taken that and like I said I really enjoyed her concept for that one so that is it then thanks to everyone who listened to this episode the 99th episode of the fantastical podcast and as always if you've enjoyed this one please subscribe give the fantastical podcast review on iTunes if that's how you're listening or if you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and don't forget to rate the show. Really important you do that. And please recommend this podcast to all of your friends and families. It would be much appreciated. If you're on social media, the Fantastical Podcast is on Twitter. So if you don't follow us, make sure you do. Go to Twitter and search Fantastiful P and you'll find us there. And you can also give us an email if you're not on Twitter at Fantastical Podcast at Outlook. Now, unfortunately, you can't play music on podcasts, but what you can do is make Spotify playlists and put them in episode descriptions. So in this episode description, scroll down now and you'll find a lovely playlist that Sarah has collated based on her Fantasy Festival X, which will be well worth a listen. So Sarah was 99. It's the big 100 next week. So like I said at the top of the episode, it's going to be someone very, very close to my heart, probably my biggest Musical influence, and it could be fairly obvious, but I obviously won't do the announce to next weekend. So a big, big celebration planned for next weekend. Episode 100 of the Fan Festival Podcast. An amazing, amazing 99 episodes. It's been. I'm sure the hundredth is going to be just as special. And all of these experience so far with the 99 guests, everyone has been so special to me. When you record a Fantastival, and I hope all of the 99 guests can vouch for this so far, you have a special connection to that someone because it goes well beyond music and it just turns into a very, very special and emotional experience. So like I said, 100 next week. So please make sure to join me. But until then, stay safe, my fantastical friends. Please continue to spread the word. And that word is fantastical. Thanks for listening.